BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke AF Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, recording from the Brooklyn Bunker. Folks, I start off today's show incredibly troubled about where we are in the world right now. Um, yesterday, when the news broke that Russia had indeed invaded Ukraine, um, and that everything that Putin has said that he would do as he was amassing 150,000 plus troops around the Ukraine for the last couple of weeks, as he was, you know, shoring up blood supplies, as he was stationing tanks, um, ships, um, readying to attack. Um, the images that came out that continue to come out and will continue to grace all of the screens that we look at day in and day out are traumatizing. And I say that because I have a series of knots in my stomach and lump in my throat as I record this right now, because I do not believe that Americans understand the vast majority of Americans understand how serious this is right now. What is often true about America and Americans is that because we are so far away from the rest of the world that, you know, we believe and foolishly so that what happens in one part of the world um, isn't going to affect us. That, you know, I, I tweeted, uh, I've been tweeting uh, since the news broke, since I woke up like many of you did yesterday and you're like, holy shit, war has broken out in Europe. We haven't seen war at this escalated level, folks, as many foreign affairs experts are saying, since World War II. 
We understand uh, because we've been following Putin's moves since he seized power in Russia that he, much like Republicans in this country, plays the long game. The USSR was broken apart, fell apart many, many years ago, right? And yet, through the desires of one megalomaniac, he is and has been steadily moving towards his goal of a united Russia, right? Uh, a restored superpower. And, you know, when President Biden took to the news waves yesterday to essentially, you know, speak to the American people and speak to the world and say that the most severe sanctions are being placed against uh, Russia and that it will cripple Russia's economy. And you already see where their stock market has gone, even though we know in, even in this country that the stock market is not indicative necessarily of the steadiness, right? Um, uh, of the country because not everybody has money in the market and the damn sure don't in Russia. But I think that what's important to note here is that sanctions take months to have impact. And we're talking about the Ukraine having 96 hours until capitals start to fall to the weight of Russian aggression. We're talking about images of people who yesterday had used the subways to get to work, to go shopping, to see friends, to see family, just to go about their days, that the subways have now turned into bomb shelters because there aren't enough bomb shelters in parts of the Ukraine. You're talking about people who for the last 30, 40 years have been an independent nation, many of whom are our ages who have never experienced war. It has only been something that has been a part of their history books. And so when they woke up to air raid sirens, when they woke up, no doubt, to their phones pinging left and right about what has happened, imagine the fear of looking around your apartment, your home, and out the window and seeing plumes of smoke seeing and hearing sirens going off, getting texts and phone calls that are saying, are you safe? Get out. But not knowing where the fuck you were going to go. When you went to bed last night, you, like everybody else in the world, is thinking about, oh, what's on my to-do list tomorrow? Not, do I have a go bag? And am I going to be able to ever see my city, my town, my home, my friends, my family again, as you are now using your normal Metro subway stop as a bomb shelter. You know, sometimes I think that in America, we look and we watch things that are happening in other countries. And we have this sense of superiority that like, oh, look at them. Oh, I'm so sad for them, but that could never happen here. And I'm thinking to myself, if I had the ability to drive around with a truck 
with a with a big fucking speaker on top of it up and down every street in America railing with an alarm that's saying wake the fuck up everything that you think could never happen is happening I never thought that a billion animals would perish in a fire that is caused by climate change and the world be outraged for two seconds and then go off to what they were doing. I never thought that we would be living in a global health pandemic where for a year and a half, our kids, our life, everything stopped. And our screens became the only way for us to stay in contact with the people that we love because there's a killer virus outside that we can't see, that we can't touch, but because of it, we can't see and touch each other. And that has happened. I never believed that America would elect a man who outwardly talked about grabbing women by the pussy. I never thought that a political party, an American political party would be touting the talking points of our biggest foe. If there is nothing else that you've ever learned in history, if there's nothing else that you even remember, the thing that I've always known is that Russia is an aggressor and has always been our enemy, right? They wanted authoritarianism to reign supreme around the world with that country at the helm, right? Manifest destiny in the United States in the 1800s was about spreading democracy, but don't get it twisted. America has always had economic interest in the places that it had quote unquote spread to, to secure democracy. But never in my wildest dreams would I have thought that the president of the United States, the former twice impeached president of the United States, would get on the phone and outwardly try and like use his muscle to get what he needed from foreign nations. I never thought that the White House would turn into some type of Vegas fucking slot machine. But here we are. So I don't want any of us to be looking at what is going on in the Ukraine and think to ourselves, well, at least I'm not there. Because a year ago, we saw our Capitol building enveloped in a plume of smoke. We saw the Michigan State Capitol under siege. Right now, as I speak, There are caravans not filled with Mexican immigrants as Republicans had told us and fear-mongered would happen if Hillary Clinton became president of the United States. No, those caravans, right, are headed headed from South California to Washington, D.C. to mirror what has been going on in Ottawa, Canada. The caravan is filled with American citizens that are ready to lay siege to an American city. Our own Republican politicians have told us we have more guns and bullets on our side than you do. They have been chomping at the bit for another civil war, another crack at the nut. They are so greedy for power and so entwined in white supremacy 
that they are emulating the actions of America's biggest enemy and upholding Vladimir Putin as their true president, as a leader that they want to see in America. When I tell you that we are living in the most unstable times this world I think has ever seen, this, this confluence of crisis and fucking disaster, this is what I'm talking about. You know, yesterday I spent most of the day in tears because most people don't know I'm an extreme empath, right? Meaning that I care deeply about what is going on. And I feel it in every cell in my body because I know that Ukraine is foreshadowing. I know that Ottawa, Canada is foreshadowing. I know that Hungary is foreshadowing. And I know that Republicans have been saying the quiet part out loud on a speaker for the last five years. And America isn't paying attention. This week, we have seen so much. Yesterday, earlier in the week, excuse me, I railed, railed against what the new Manhattan district attorney is doing. Then I had somebody tell me, oh, good job focusing on midterms when fascism is spreading around the world. And I'm like, are you fucking dumb? Do you not see? the fucking connections between what Republicans are doing in the United States right now and how it is a part of the fascism that is spreading around the world, how they are a part and pawn in Putin's larger game? Do you not see the connection here? And if you don't, I am sorry. But my God, you're listening to Tucker Carlson on Fox News. I mean, it is as if Putin is actually speaking from his voice. He has his hand up Tucker Carlson's back like a fucking Muppet, opening up his mouth and just coming out of it, singing the praises of Russia, saying to the millions of Americans that watch him and listen with bated breath to every fucking lie that comes out of that man's mouth. They are going against their own president. And what keeps me up, what woke me up actually last night, and I had to calm myself the fuck down, was, oh my God, in World War II, it took the deaths of 6 million Jewish people in order to get the world to pay attention to what Hitler was doing. 6 million people. What do you think? And that was when, that was when folks, we were united as a nation against a common evil when the world democracies were united against a common threat. We are a divided nation. Putin began his ploy to divide America years ago. 
The 2016 election was just his first act of war. Do we not see that now? We saw it then. Hillary Clinton warned us then. There are clips going around right now of interviews that she gave to lay out the dangers that were ahead if you were to elect somebody who was so cozy and enamored with fucking dictators. The first step was to turn neighbor against neighbor and spread as much disinformation as possible because a weakened and divided America, right, is easily pushed over. A weakened and divided America does not have the fortitude to lead the charge against a bloodthirsty Russia. Because we're too busy putting out fires in our own, literal and figurative, fires in our own backyard, fighting against each other, that we don't have the capacity, we don't have the fucking bandwidth to then be paying attention to what is happening at seas. You had Vladimir Putin get on Russian television and say, hmm, bet. So you all try and intervene with what I am doing in the Ukraine, and you will be sorry. Because the fingerprints that that motherfucker had all over the 2016 election, he has now dug his hands in. And the Republican Party has welcomed him with open arms. There has never been a time Never been a time. I would ask any historian at what point in time in America when we were faced with outside opposition, did you have internal power applauding the opposition? Donald Trump stood before a ballroom of his fans where he said that Putin just recently, folks, I mean, this week, that he's strong, he's a leader. And all I want is for Democrats to take the sound and the visuals of that and have a split screen of the bombs being dropped overhead in Kyiv, right? being dropped overhead in all of these Ukrainian cities. As you have Tucker Carlson saying, oh, we need to be concerned with woke culture because Putin's doing just fine. If folks don't see what is happening here, that the war that Republicans are waging is much bigger than the start of book banning and putting a target on the back of trans youth, which is what Governor Abbott just did, that all of these things, the don't say gay bill, they are ticking off for you. Who in this society is expendable in the same way that the Nazis were ticking off to the Germans why you shouldn't give a fuck about your, Jer- your Jewish neighbor down the street.
And then when that person is gone, poof, at least my home is still around. At least I'm still here. Republicans are following the playbook of going after the most vulnerable among us, seeing how far they can go, how much they can push without receiving intense pushback from all sides. They just passed in the Florida House the Don't Say Gay Bill. Soon, folks, they'll pass the don't be gay bill. If you can recall from history, McCarthy, right? Joseph McCarthy, the architect of McCarthyism, had a list, a list of people whom he blacklisted, whom he said were gay or intellectuals or communist sympathizers or blah, 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 blah. So how soon do you think it will be before Republicans begin the other phase of their campaign? As soon as they get power back, which is in a handful of months, America will become unrecognizable. And so as we watch what is taking place in the, Ugra- in the Ukraine with shock and with horror, understand that it is possible, more than possible, that soon the rest of the world will be watching America with the same terror. watching as our streets fill with terrified citizens who have never had to have a plan of where to go and how to get out of harm's way before outside of preparing for national disasters. What do you think happens if Republicans, part of their master plan is to get all of the truckers, all of the ex-military, all of the ex and active military and law enforcement in this country to gather and to start to take siege of cities that are controlled, right? By blue state governors. That they start little by little to occupy certain areas, that being the first step. And we say, oh, but they have a freedom to protest, but we don't understand. We're not really paying attention to the bigger picture. You see, these people have been activated. Donald Trump activated them in 2016. The insurrection in 2021 emboldened them. Almost a year and a half later, we're looking around for accountability and I see none, which emboldens them even further because now they know where to tighten up and how to tighten up. These people are ready for war. Are you? Because I know that I'm not. 
As I lay in bed last night and I think to myself, holy shit, what if I were to wake up tomorrow and there were air sirens going off? Do we even have air sirens in New York? Was followed by my second thought. Where would I be going? My family lives on Long Island, an actual fucking island, right? That doesn't help us navigate and move out of anywhere. Where would you go? If in the middle of the night at three, four in the morning, sirens were going off and you knew, well, it's not a tornado and it's, I see the stars and it's not a hurricane coming. What the fuck is that? You turn on the news, you look at your phone and alert after alert after alert is coming in that there's been a takeover, that there's been a siege. What are you packing? Is your car, if you have one, is it filled with gas? Do you have cash stored away in your home in the event that Russia has waged a cyber attack? Like the one we saw with the pipelines, which a couple of months ago I said to myself, holy shit, pipelines can be hacked? Everything can be hacked. So you think that we're here and we're secure and all of a sudden now you're going out to the corner store, to your local bank, and there are legions of people thinking and trying to do the same goddamn thing. And now the bank has run out of money. And they're turning people away. So you hop in your car and you go and you start going, but you don't know what direction to go in. Where is safe? What does safety look like? This is what is happening right now all over Ukraine. This is what has been happening in countries we don't even care about. There's been a war waging in Ethiopia for the last several months. Tens of thousands of people have died. We hear nothing. I sit here and I'm following the news and I am thinking to myself, is this the beginning of the actual end? When it was World War II, in the beginning, did people know? Were, were there folks that had a sinking feeling? Because those were the people that fled early that began to see the writing on the wall and started to see the closing in. And then there were the others that couldn't possibly imagine picking up and going where? To do what? We are about to have yet another refugee crisis in this world. Every several months, we have another refugee crisis. We just, just were on the news where the ticker switch out fucking Ukraine and put in Afghanistan. 
20 years of quote unquote democracy in Afghanistan and it fell in 22 fucking hours. Do we think that sanctions alone, as severe as we think that they are, do we think that that is going to stop a madman that has had a vision in his mind for the last three decades? Do we think that Putin hasn't anticipated what cutoff from the world's resources would do? This motherfucker is sitting on multiple oligarchs, right? With a combination of hundreds, a collective of hundreds of billions of dollars. Not to mention whatever other backdoor deals this motherfucker has been making and planning. President Biden was asked yesterday in the press conference, do you think there are more countries that Putin has in mind? Do you think that he's going after more than the Ukraine? Biden didn't stutter. He didn't even blink. He said yes. He is coming for it all. And there are forces within each of the places that he is going to pick off where he has reinforcements. Hundreds of billions at your disposal with probably talk to the oligarchs that you can return to greatness. I will restore your legacy and your power. He is their great white hope. Because this isn't just about a power grab. It is about what kind of power grab this is. It is a white domination power grab. It is about a cleansing of who he deems to be a little in his way. Not up to his ideals of just the right type of person. Now, it may not be akin to Hitler's Aryan dreams and vision, but it sure as fuck is white. And it sure as fuck is about the right kind of white. He's spreading the lies about, oh, we need to go into the Ukraine because we need to scrub out the Nazis. What? They're doing genocide. Point to it. Where is it happening? Show us the evidence. You have these brave people in Russia yesterday, hundreds of them, thousands of them, flooding into the streets to protest because they see the Ukrainians as their brother. Why why are we fighting our brother? We are family. Millions of Ukrainians live in Russia. 
thousands were arrested. Do you know what they do to protesters in Russia? It ain't great. It ain't, you know, the plastic on the wrist like we see here. It isn't even like mild tear gas. Not to say that tear gas is mild, but, you know, we have laws, or at least some people have laws in this country. We know that definitely other people don't fucking abide by them, but there are laws to how, at least right now, how we treat people that protest. But you know that those red state governors, like DeSantis, said, fuck them. Drive over them. We'll make sure you're not prosecuted. Donald Trump said, beat the hell out of reporters. I'll pay your legal fees. They are careening towards authoritarianism with, right? They don't want any dissent because then they're going to start to label those that have dissent as what? Enemies of the state. And when they have the gavel back, all the gavels back, what do you think they're going to do with them? They're going to beat our democracy to death and ensure that anyone that pops up as a revolutionary, as an activist, as a leader, is scrubbed out. This is where this is heading. So we can't look and watch what is happening in the Ukraine as if it's a movie right? Something that couldn't possibly happen here. It's like World War Z. No, it's not. It's not a video game. It's not a movie. It's the real life consequences of what happens when we don't stop the enemies when we have a chance, when we don't actually know who our enemies are. We are in danger. There is no other way to relay that. We all, the collective we, the global we, who believe in democracy are in danger. Because I'm starting to feel like a global minority in terms of my feeling about government for and by the people. If America falls, every other smaller democratic nation falls with it. And when I hear reporters and analysts say that with next week's State of the Union, that the president has to find a way to tell the American people why democracy is important, all I can think about is how our public school system has been a complete and total failure. If you don't understand why this is so important, we haven't told you why. We haven't taught you about why. We've only beat into you rugged individualism. We haven't talked about the collective we. You don't learn about the collective we. 
You get told tales and stories about America's exceptionalism and greatness. But you don't get taught about what would happen if America's story wasn't actually true and if we were more susceptible to fascism than was led on. That over the past several decades that there has been an erosion of our civil liberties and rights. And that that erosion then has been manipulated and used by our enemies. You know the other news that broke that's not getting play? Eight Chinese aircrafts in Taiwanese airspace. Now, eight doesn't seem like a big number, but it was a big enough number for Taiwan to go on high alert and wonder if this was the beginning of a move that China was going to try and make to, you know, grab power back. And I said to myself, as I saw that tweet come across my timeline, I said, oh shit. What if this really is a coordinated effort? What if the thoughts of some foreign affairs experts are what happens if there is actually a coordinated effort between Russia and China? You help me over here. I help you over there. We can split the world in half. It's not a movie. Folks, this is not clear and present danger. I mean, we are in clear and present danger. But I think that we have gotten so caught up with watching things play out across the world while we go about our daily lives that we don't see how interconnected we all are. The only way that we ever get up in arms about how we are interconnected is when we actually feel the economic right? Downfall of what is happening in another country. Did you know that Russia is the bigger, biggest producer of oil next to the Middle East? That if there is some type of death knell that happens to Russia's oil production, that beyond our barrels being at a hundred dollars a barrel for oil right now, that they could skyrocket out of control, that there are already, as reported by CNN, four states right now that are seeing oil prices at $4 a fucking gallon. This is one of the reasons why the Green New Deal was popular. Because you see, if you eliminate, if you eliminate our need for crude oil and dependency on these authoritarian regimes and we find other sources of power like solar and wind, then, then we eliminate their ability to be able to manipulate us and we don't fall into economic despair when they fall and that they can't use, right, that power source as a way to push us off of their escalation and aggression? Do we get that? No, 
because it's not spelled out in that way. It's like, oh, look at those lefties over there that want to hug trees and, you know, drink fresh water and breathe clean air. It's not like, oh, look, you mean if we're not attached to the tit of fucking Saudi Arabia and Russia? And we're not all continuing to drive around these gas guzzlers that then they can't manipulate and control us in the same way? This is what I say. This is what I mean when I say that things are all connected and that we need to stop looking at these issues in silos. Because Putin sure as fuck isn't. Republicans certainly are not. The thing that they both have in cotton in common, Putin and Republicans, is their long game. And the question that I have is, what is the Democrats' long game? What is their vision? What is their want and desire? And what are they willing to do to sacrifice in order to fucking get it? Right now, we're scrambling around about the next couple of months heading up to midterms and the next couple of months after that heading up to the 2024 presidential election. What about 2034? Right? And beyond. Because we need somebody, a team of somebodies with the same type of fucking vision and focus that Putin has, that's on our side. The side of democracy, the side of the people, the side of equity, the side of freedom. But right now, I don't see any. And that is what is scaring the shit out of me. Now, dear friends, for your woke moment of wellness. It has been a heavy, heavy, heavy week. At every turn, the headlines have been wild as fuck. War doesn't stop over the weekend. Neither do our anxieties abate themselves. I need us to start focusing on how... What is our plan, our plan to get through the dark times that we know are ahead of us? Because there is no denying now the direction that things in this world, in this country are headed. I need us to start preparing for that emotionally, physically, spiritually, right? I laid out in the show things that have started to pop into my mind, like what are our plans if everything goes left? Do you have one? We should start to think about what those are. Meaning if you were to wake up in the middle of the morning with air raid sirens going off. Where are you going? What are you doing? How are you protecting your family? This is not me being hyperbolic. This is me wanting to ensure that we start thinking outside of our very narrow boxes about how we operate. 
I have had a huge knot in the back of my shoulder as the week has progressed. I am taking some time this weekend to go see a masseuse because I can in the time being. What do you need? Those are the things that we need to start thinking about. What do you need? Who is on your wellness team to help keep you grounded, keep you sane, but also practical? There will be people around you who will think that you're crazy because they want and need to live in denial. Denial is not safety. It is dangerous. So what do you need in order to strengthen your body, to still your mind? For some people, it is preparing in any way that they can to just get control and a hold of things. Maybe it's just making sure that you have a little bit more cash in your home than you normally would, just in case. Maybe that is the first baby step. Maybe it is checking in on your friends and your family and maybe setting up a WhatsApp chain, right? What happens if, how are you able to communicate if systems go down? Little things that help quell our anxiety. We can't predict the future, but we sure as fuck can follow patterns. So dear friends, in this woke moment of wellness, I say do what is going to be necessary for you to begin to think and action and put action behind your safety, your emotional safety, your physical safety. That is it. For me today, folks, if you have other ideas, tips, tricks, and things that you are doing so that you can stay woke and well, please do drop them in the comment section. I will be right back here on Monday morning. You all stay woke and be well. That is it for me today, folks, on Woke AF Daily. As always, power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. 
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 